They really kind game. of an, an annoying game, uh, but, but a, a win. I, I don't know why I'm so mad. I'm mad about it. But uh, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, Josue Pavone, Jimmy Toscano. We may have a couple other surprise guests joining us later in the program. Uh, Barstool Greeny, possibly Nick Gelso, CLNS founder. But let's just get right threat? to it. Huh? Is that a threat that Nick might join us? I'm kind of hoping not. I've turned my, <laughs> I've turned my phone off. Well, hey, no, I was trying to reach you. Yeah. <laughs> How right now? <laughs> so, uh, service. so yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. I dropped it. Uh, but uh, look, they won. Great. It was a frustrating game because it felt like from the second quarter on, this was a game that they were, they could have stretched a lead from eight, nine, 10, 11 to 15, mm-hmm. 18, 20, just called it a day. And if they did that, maybe Gordon Hayward's not in the game late. And maybe he doesn't roll his ankle, and maybe we're not sitting here freaking out because game one into the playoffs, and it looks like Hayward is probably going to miss Don't some play time. doctor. Don't play doctor yet. <laughs> I mean, look, here's you always gauge it by reaction. These guys don't. They're frustrated when they get hurt. Jalen was pretty right. mad when he got Charlie Horse, too, but that seemed to be a pain sort of yep. anger. But Hayward was walking off, and yes, granted, on his own power – but he was shaking his hand. Guys were trying to high five him on the sideline. He's like, he's like, no, man. I'm yeah, I got so, those vibes too. You know, like, yes. uh, this isn't yeah. great. Like, I've rolled a million ankles and this one's not great. You know, that's that was kind of what I got. But I don't know y- your thought there on. Let's start with Hayward and I'll work our way back into the game. And uh, I'm I'm curious to hear what Brad says. So we'll be monitoring that as well. Yeah, no, this is perfect because this is exactly where I wanted to start. I mean, yeah. face it, this game. I mean, the Celtics obviously they they won a game here. You know, game one playoff game. But bigger picture, I mean, we talked about the last two, three weeks about how important Gordon Hayward is. So it's a, it's a huge loss, and we don't know the timetable exactly. And in my opinion, if you want to fast forward, which I'm sure a lot of Southern fans are already doing, and, and look at the second round matchup, that's – I don't want to call it impossible, but that's a really daunting task if you don't have Gordon Hayward. I'm going to give a quick update because Brad's, Brad's up right now. He just he's, – he's speaking as we speak just a minute ago. Brad Stevens asked about it, said he's clearly in pain, and it looks like he's already had some swelling. So right out of the gate, like, you know, they're not downplaying it, um, you know, for sure. But, you know, they said he's in a lot of pain and he's got some swelling. So, um, you know. Not what you want to hear. Not what you want to hear. You're always – we're going to spend a bunch of time having – I'm waiting for the Twitter doctors to hit, you know. Sure. Uh, to jump in, high ankle, what was the mechanism? Low ankle, yeah, two my, to four, four to six. But, I mean. My, my cousin did the same thing in pickup a couple of days yeah, ago. Yeah, my, my cousin Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's he's, he's oh, going to he, be out for a couple of weeks. He rolled the fuck out of his <laughs> ankle. Oh, it was wicked yeah, bad. Was bro, what, never, about the, the guys, bro? what about the other never ones? The, the guys are like, nah, man. My buddy Marty, man, he went through three of those. He came back stronger, yeah, man. Rub right. some dirt on that shit. Um, yeah, well, it, it sucks because you know obviously Hayward is is no stranger to these types of unfortunate injuries. You know, and it sucks that you know I feel like you know unfortunately that's kind of what you think about Gordon Hayward is like an unfortunate yeah. injury, ankle, foot, whatever, and you know limping off the court, and now we're just kind of wait and see mode. Brad didn't have to say anything about the injury, and, no, and the fact he could have said, "Wait and see, is, wait and see," right? Yeah, he didn't have to say, like, "I haven't even seen, I haven't seen him yet." You know, he could have said that, but the fact that he's already kind of almost yeah. saying, you know, you, you might not see him for a while, basically, yeah. uh, that sucks because this this Celtics team is, you know, they're very top heavy. You know, they're just talented as it gets from one to six. Yeah, and Gordon Hayward is a massive chess piece in that whole 
in that whole thing. Yeah. And it just sucks. There's, there's no sugarcoating it. I mean, it sucks. you know, it sucks. Yeah. Cause that's yeah. the thing you just said it. This team's strength is in its best six or seven players and being really hard to deal with when those guys are playing, you know, max minutes in a playoff scenario when the benches get shorter and it's just a hard team to deal with. And those wings, I mean, just, defensively except for the third quarter where everything just kind of went south for a little bit but yeah. i mean the ball pressure uh the passing lanes clogging them they were they were they were buzzing all over the place again this had this smelled like a blowout the way the Celtics were playing philly was shooting in an unsustainable clip in the first, making tough contested shots yeah. after 23 seconds of of balls out defense and then just draining a contested three or a jumper that stuff isn't normally going to fall. It's the only reason they were still in the game. Uh, and the Celtics weren't hitting shots as, you know, at, at a clip that they're accustomed to. But you take Hayward out of the mix, all of a sudden you're seeing semi. You might see, you know, one-armed Romeo. Yeah, you don't have a good piece to slide in there. Yeah. And, and the downside is, again, in that we got Bobby Manning chiming in, who should be here right now every freaking year. Thank you for the contribution, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Good good point. Yeah, a really good, astute point. We We need that here right now, but... Uh, and now you got Hayward again. Who knows? Let's put a two-week timetable on it. It's August 17th. His wife is due August 27th. And again, we're speculating on two weeks, but who knows? Maybe it's five days, three days. But no matter what, you've got this other thing looming where he's got to leave the bubble potentially mm-hmm. for a long time in 10 days. You think he's going to get healthy in that window? So we could be now without Gordon Hayward, period. Celtics could be from game one of the first round to as far as they can get before he could theoretically return potentially for conference finals. I mean, that's a, you, you've got a problem again. We don't know. He could wake up and it's a two, two game sure. absence. You don't know. But if you're assuming your average, you know, rolled ankle sprained ankle is a couple of weeks or a week to 10 days on the, on the small end, that's mm-hmm. a problem. Yeah, no question. And I think this is the result of one of the biggest cons or I should say one of the biggest uh, concerns everyone was talking about heading into this thing. You had a congested eight game schedule. You have a congested playoff schedule because no one has to travel. And who was the first person that talked about any level of discomfort from the moment he got to the to, to Orlando outside of uh, Kemba Walker? It was Gordon Hayward. He said, look, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, I know the team can't tell me what it is. Maybe he was concerned. Maybe he was like, man, th- this grueling schedule may do me in. Oh, yeah, on top of that, too, my wife's, you know, she's she's going to be in labor. You know, so you, you heard it here. Joe Sway Pavone says Gordon Hayward rolled his own ankle to get himself out of the bubble. Sure. Got it. No, okay. not even. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he saw this coming. He, saw, he, he thought he was ankle. It was, an, it, was ankle, it was ankle suicide. He did it, it was, to himself. Yeah. yeah he, he spoke it into existence. He spoke <laughs> yeah. it into okay, existence. Okay, here I go. He's like, oh. Listen, it was yeah. inevitable. All right? It was the series of next series. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's man, it's a bummer because you know if you're the Celtics, you you're feeling good. You won the first game, you kind of set the tone. Embiid, you kind of got him off his game. He came out firing early on, and I, I thought he was going to drop forty. Honestly, he should have. You know, we can get into we can get into Embiid at any point, but I mean, this guy needs to be doing a lot more than what he's doing if the Sixers want to have a prayer. And he just doesn't. I, I don't know what it is. Like fifteen field goals. I know he went to the line twelve times. That's good, but like, dude, you are easily the most dominating player on the court just do your thing like just d- demand the ball and do your thing I mean Daniel Tice is not uh and beat stopper neither is Cantor neither is Robert Williams neither is any other player on the Celtics so just just do your thing man like it, it's not rocket science out there but I mean in the first qu- early on I mean 
bad travel. You know, that cost him two that cost him two points. Another turnover in that first quarter there. I mean, it just felt like he didn't take control take over the game like he needs to because without Simmons, he was yeah, they've got some guards and they've got, you know, Tobias Harris can score, but he has to be the guy on the Sixers and Gordon Hayward or not. The Celtics, you know, the Sixers are without Simmons, so now if the Celtics are without Hayward, okay, that's like tit for tat situation there. Celtics should still be able to take care of the Sixers, but if like like Zana says, you go into the second round now and you're playing, you know, the Raptors, um, whoever, uh, it, it's a completely different story without a guy like Hayward, uh, you know, contributing. It's a huge void. It's a huge void. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah I, it's... I, don't, I don't know, Jimmy. I, I think Embiid just needed a little more help. And listen, he got he got the help that he needed from his supporting cast, but he's not used to this. He's always had a, a he a needs Robin. to be used to it. He needs he to had, get he's used to it. Always had a Robin. He's not about this life, or at least he's not, he's adjusting to it. I give you I give you this though. I, I give the uh, Philly Sixers credit or Brett Brown credit rather for that uh, first half because you saw what they were trying to do. You saw using Al Horford and using backdoor cuts and using him as a point forward was going to get you buckets or at least get the ball moving. So I, I saw Philly come out really strong in the beginning and Embiid was putting himself in the middle of the, in the paint and, and being more assertive. But yeah, I'm with you. I, it, it kind of dialed back a bit in the second half and you saw a lot more turnovers though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is with him, Jimmy. I've always, you know, he's one of those guys where you're like, you know, he, he looks like he's dominant. There's a couple possessions there where he just gets the ball down low one time where he just backed Tice all the way down like he was a child and just right. was – then he turned around, he's under the basket, and he just lays it in. Sometimes he looks legit unstoppable. And then other times it's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he fell Russia down shot. a couple of times. He, he, there was one sequence he fell down on offense and he fell down on defense, and it took him like a combined 35 seconds to get up. Like you didn't see him in the frame. You know, <laughs> right. he's like, where the hell is he? Gets this guy? You know? He gets frustrated. He gets frustrated. He's just like, you know, like, you know, he's got this big lumbering thing. You don't know if it's like, yeah, frustrated if he's out of shape. You know, I, I don't know. But yeah, I think it's probably both. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I mean he should absolutely dominate, uh, you know, at all times. You're you're exactly right. Uh, and then in the fourth quarter there, Tice, Tice out rebounded him in that that massive um, sequence, I thought, where you know, the Sixers had a chance to, to cut it to six or, or five and Tice fought for that, that rebound. And that's when Kemba scored on the, on the other end. That was the same play that, that Hayward got injured on actually. Was it was the, a great the play. play where the Celt- yep. Celtics stretched it to 10. And that was kind of, you felt like that might've been the, the nail in the coffin. It was, there. it was Tice fights for that rebound, tip, 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 gets it. That's where Hayward goes down, kicks it to Tatum, kicks it to Kemba, off they go. That yeah. was it. And that really was, yeah, that was an absolutely defining moment. But that's the play that that that, that Hayward that, got hurt on. Yeah. yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Uh, yeah. It is what it is. All right. Well, let's talk about the things that did work here. And again, obviously, every dynamic changes um, when uh, when when if and when Hayward is out. But uh, Tatum and I mean, first of all, I think Kemba could have gotten a lot more the kids. Uh, yeah, definitely. Kemba could have gotten anything he wanted, honestly. But Tatum and Brown could go for sixty every single game, even without Hayward in there. I mean, that was. It, there's no ma- there's nobody who can match up with these guys there, you know. Yeah, Horford you know, Horford started on jail. I don't know if Horford was trying to guard. Jay. I don't know what they were trying to do in the first, but I mean, that was ugly. I mean, Horford went to the bench. You know, yeah, yeah. There's such a different team defensively without Ben Simmons. I mean, you just can't. They don't have someone that can just stay in front of Jalen. And then the the thing that happened in this game, I feel like in the first half when you have 
uh, Tatum sort of warming up and you know, other guys scoring, everyone, and we've seen this time and time again, opponents just forget about Jalen Brown. And all of a sudden, Jalen Brown just starts making a couple three-pointers, and then he gets everyone's attention, but then he's just driving right past them. And then when the Celtics really got their offense going in the second half and in the open floor, that's when Jalen really shines. Yeah. Man, he's, like, so cool and calm and collected. I mean, as intense as he can get, like, when he hits a big shot, though, like, just stone. Like, like it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like the moment gets to him. You know what right. I mean? It feels like it feels like like Tatum and Brown, like they have like kind of arrived. Like like you're you're kind of expecting this odd kind of performances out of them now, and you definitely de- definitely did not a Jalen last year. So in that sense, he's definitely made leaps and bounds. And I think last year as well, Tatum obviously he's you know he struggled in that second year, but these guys are now to the point where you're counting on 25 from them, and and you and Kemba is sort of letting him letting the kids do their thing he's not forcing shots he he doesn't feel like he needs to to score you know 25 or 30 of his own you know he could like john said he he could have gotten a lot more but you know don't mess with what's working and and if those guys are just dominating on on you know the offensive side and just getting what they can you know let it happen and i thought jalen was huge you know that that he had a big big three-pointer i think in that fourth quarter there and it just like just yeah like no reaction after like just like let's like let's just go. Let's, let's, let's win this game type feel. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, again, it's uh, you know, those guys, I mean, it, the best part about it is it was kind of what, when one was on, you know, the other was yeah. not down, but kind of back. Tatum was then, on fire. Yeah. Tatum time. was on fire. He's hitting. I mean, I, I didn't, that's the stuff there. I mean, he was pulling out stuff from his bag I've never seen before with these yeah. floaters and leaners and scoops and off balance. I mean, he, and also, I mean, again, I mean, we've talked about him before, but he I, I, he complains so much. I don't think he gets calls anymore. I think he got fouled on about five or six of those too. It, a star gets a lot of those calls. He was getting bumped on the way to the basket. Didn't matter. He made everything. And then Jalen just lost his mind. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you saw him beat and beat hit him. Everybody freaked at first before I saw he the replay. Did not hit him, man. He did huh? not hit him. That <laughs> was no, an Horford. Horford was an, the Horford oh, was the oh, back. Oh, you're right. You're right. Horford did it. Yeah. And yeah. Bead hit him hard. I was afraid before I saw the replay that that was a hamstring because that's the way he was walking and holding the leg. Right. I was like, there it is again, you know? He about to walk off, yeah. Yeah, and he See, was that, like, uh, but. That embellished, I think even Marcus Smart was blushing after uh, what Jason, what Jason <laughs> that was did. Great <laughs> soccer player, hands to the face. Oh, oh, I thought I thought the ref was going to pull out a red card. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> it was unbelievable performance. He just had a red card. Yeah. I, I mean, listen. I know it helped the Celtics and whatever, but like that's not a flagrant. Like if you're a ref, like I know that Horford had like the second arm, but like he didn't like yank him down or anything. Like I think like common sense has has to kind of prevail there. And does I mean to call a flagrant in that situation? That's a tough one. I mean, especially Al Horford's not a not like a habitual offender. He's not like this like guy who consistently you know fouls guys hard and and plays dirty. So. I don't know. I didn't really like that call, but yeah. it is what it is. The NBA in 2020. So yeah. yeah. Apologize to anyone watching on Twitter right now. We've got the wrong title. This is obviously not a Patriots Q and a, it's a Celtics post game show. <laughs> we, we I, had, I see Celtics post game. Yeah, we, got it, squad, man. We, Come on. we got They're it on. Up. We got it on YouTube and Facebook, but Twitter's got the wrong title. Oh, jeez. Uh, we're working out the kinks, Jimmy. It's game one. Uh, I can <laughs> assure okay, you guys, 20. I can assure you guys. It's uh <laughs> I can assure you guys it's that. A um, couple other things we saw here. We had the uh, uh, Rob Williams. They were terrified of putting him in. 
in Embiid situations. So yep. he came in when Embiid went to the bench. Uh, Cantor, when he was out there, you couldn't wait to get him out of there. But then again, his second stint. But you, you're going to have to manage those big minutes there and figure it out. Tice did about as good as he's going to do there, I think. You know, that's, that's as you said, what, what, what else do you want out of that? He's taking on such a, like, just a massive match. It's, yeah. just, it's too much, right? It, it, it's something that he's being tasked to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not an ideal matchup for him, but credit to him. I mean, he held his own out there. And, I mean, like, we, well, I just criticized Embiid for only dropping 26, so I'm not going to criticize Tice. I mean, the guy's doing everything he can to, to make Embiid look human. So who on Philly beats you? I, I you, you you see a game like this, and you see, you know, outside of Embiid, you didn't Philly, you know, nobody on Philly seemed to, you know, do a ton. And some of it had to do with some Celtics defensive pressure. And so they made some, a few guys made some tough shots. But you're looking at this team right now. Who's beating you? It's not Tobias Harris, I'll tell you that much. I right? Mean, the first half, I was thinking, hey, maybe Tobias can get this going. And maybe you'll get, you know, 22 a night out of him. But that just hasn't – I just don't see the, the yeah. energy there. I don't I don't see him being assertive, you know. Ooh. And that's the biggest problem, I think. It's just there's no one on that team – Alec Burks to a certain extent, but he's going to be off a bench guy. He's not going to be, okay, I can be your Robin to, to Embiid, you know. And you may yeah. get that once or twice a series, but you're not going to get every night from Tobias Harris. Yeah. Well, no, we're going to – we're going to really cards are weak too. Oh, sorry. We're going to we're going to try an experiment here. We're going to try to welcome somebody in. Hey, who's What's this up, guy? Hey. What's up? Sorry, it hey. took me so long. What's up? How are we feeling? Barstool Greeny joining us now. We, we – we, uh, we put a lot of pressure on Robin Hayward in the first 15 minutes to, to maybe go ahead and have the baby now. Um. <laughs> no kidding. You see, I don't know if you guys uh, – I don't know if you just saw Gary Washburn's tweet, but he just left with a boot and crutches. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. So Not great. Not, not what you want to see at this moment in time, I would yeah. say. Gary tweeted that about four yeah, or five minutes ago. Brad, Brad was pretty – you know, Brad right, right away said it. He's like – He's in pain. So, I mean, look, this is, we'll, let you, we'll let you get a bite at the apple greenie. We're talking about it. you got to assume they're without him for a couple of weeks minimum. Now you've yeah. got – theoretically, you've got a due date coming up August 27th where, where they're supposed to be having their fourth child. So if he's out for 10 days to two weeks on the low-end side and then, then that happens, that might be it. You know, that Yeah, I mean, it. he could be out – I mean, listen, if it's like, God forbid, it's not a high ankle sprain or anything like that. I mean, it's nice that it was the right ankle and not the left, but like, you don't love hearing that he's in a boot. And I can't remember of a time a guy was in a boot and then showed up by like game three when they're playing every other day. So you're thinking maybe games five or six, maybe, but that's even that's only in what, like 10 days that they play what every other day or something like that. Yeah, every other day. So this series is probably, again, we're speculating blindly. You don't know. Sometimes guys leave boots because they just don't want them to put an ounce of pressure on it until or they have more tests. Or swelling or anything. And like the swelling, Steven said it after the game, it's already swelled up and he's in a lot of pain. So you boot it up and you go. But, I mean, I think it's a miracle you see him in, I mean, in the rest of this series. Um, are you, yeah. You're right. Maybe it's, six or seven, but you're right. Then you're into that I mean, danger game zone. Five is a, game five is a week from tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. how fast so, like the way the schedule is, it just changes everything. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, you might be able to get by without enough to advance. It wouldn't surprise me if you don't see him until middle, late second round 
if at all. It's I mean, bad because you know, with Robin doing any day around that time, you have no idea. Especially if she's, let's say, she goes into labor between games two and three. Now, maybe, do it you now. Out, you're not going to see Gordon. Yeah. Well, do it now. I imagine they're going to do that thing with everybody else who leaves. How they test them every day. Yeah. So then, when you come back, it's only four days. Four days. Yeah. Of quarantine. Days. But if his ankle is still messed up in. What is that's only what ten days? Yeah, I would imagine in two in two weeks he's still not yeah. ready to roll. It, so right. you may just be able to get the tail end of his recovery with the four day quarantine. But I don't know, man. The whole thing just sucks. That just sucks. It, yeah. it, it just takes the wind out of your sails. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not snapping your leg in half on opening night on your first game ever. But it's game right. one of the playoffs and you're just ready to go and you just buy into this whole thing that like, oh, it's game real basketball playing. and like now we can get serious and yeah. then bang, you know I mean? And, and it just takes the wind out of your sails. And he's been playing great. I mean, yeah. Bubble Gordon, and there's there's never been a better Gordon than Bubble Playing Gordon. his video games. Nobody, yeah. 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 Nobody's more bummed than Gordon. Is he right has now. to go Nobody, home. He, he might have to go home, yeah. He might have to and go you home. Know, he's get, he's get the, the wild man. card too, right? Like when you think of – how the Celtics can attack this Sixers defense. It's like, okay, you know what Jalen and Tatum and Kemba, they're going to be the first three options. But if you can continue to find ways to get efficient fourth score potential from someone like Hayward, and then you would think, okay, well, maybe they can just plug in Romeo, but he tore his wrist up. So it's like who that that fourth option, if, if Hayward misses a significant amount of time, is what makes them so different or so difficult to right. beat. And without yeah. it, they're an inefficient Tatum night away from kind of being out of luck. Yeah, that you, you almost have to roll the dice with like it's good Marcus or bad Marcus night as far as that fourth option goes, which means he's gonna have to start looking for the, yeah. he's gonna have to start looking for the option. You're gonna see a lot of pull-up threes, you know, it's just because he's gonna have to a lot of times, especially when he's in there with that second unit. Uh, and you're right, like who fills the minutes? This the depressing part here is Again, you get to the playoffs, you shorten your bench, you get to play these guys 35 minutes a game. Now what? You're going to see Shemi coming in at the seven-minute mark of the first quarter or Romeo, one-armed Romeo. You know, like what's what's the alternative yeah. at this point? Like who takes the minutes? Right, and that's why it's important to think when you think of this shortened bench, you know, Brad doesn't really want to go too deep in it. So that's why it was important to have, you know, two starters on the floor at all times. You could have Hayward – initiate the offense and play point guard for possessions. You had him as a, as a go-to scorer when maybe you have to have, you know, a smart and semi lineup out there. It's just, I just wanted to see what this team looked like with the I help. Know. You, know, you, you just got the car out of the garage, you know, you just got it out of the garage yeah. and boom, you crashed into a hydrant, <laughs> like on the first, first block, you know, but you know what? I'll say this. I'll be very clear about this. <laughs> The Hayward injury is no more of an excuse for the Celtics to lose this ben series Simmons. as it is for the Sixers to lose without Ben Simmons. Yeah, right. Right. We, you know I mean, like they should have enough talent if they're as good as they think they are. The Celtics should be able to beat this Sixers team with what they have. It just sucks because now you really can't afford an off night from any of your three main guys. Yeah. Yeah, I still, I still like the Celtics' chances against the Sixers, but I'm like. I think I'm looking ahead. I'm yeah, almost like I'm. I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but assuming the Celtics can figure out a way to beat Sixers, I'm not that, that. I wasn't impressed by the. I wasn't impressed by him. Embiid is so damn good, but he just fails to 
tap into his potential like on a nightly basis. So like I'm at the point where I just don't think that it's going to happen. I don't nothing tells me it's going to happen this series for them. So I'm assuming the Celtics win this series without Hayward, but it's the next series and I'm like, damn it, like he's probably going to miss that series too. And I'm like, I don't know if at some point it's it's you're going to not have enough talent. And that's what we said, you know, the Celtics are so talented at the top. But if something, you know, they're just not deep enough to make up for that, the deeper that you go into the playoffs. It's not the excuse. You're right, Greeny. It's not the excuse. You're right. It's a tit for tat, one for one. Simmons is probably more important or vital to Philly's success than Hayward is necessarily to the Celtics. It's just you were handed a gift here. And so I'm not saying it would have been an easy first round, but you were. Everyone, for the most part, is looking ahead. Like, okay, well, make quick work of Philly and then – Toronto, we've had some success with. Let's get moving, you know? And you really were hoping to hit your stride heading into that. And now everything is in doubt. You have no idea. You're just crossing your fingers and waiting and hoping the Hayward thing's not nearly as bad as we think it looks. Didn't, didn't it happen in like the last 90 seconds or something terrible like that? A few minutes. A the few Hayward minutes. Rebound. It was on the Tice rebound outlet. To the t- right. that and then you're right. saying like 240 no left making it out of that game clean yeah you're right? so close so of all the things you just step on a foot like and that's how we started the show a little bit too this is a frustrating game because it fell from the second quarter on greeny they could have they, they could have gone from eight points to 15 points at any point in time and then by that fourth quarter you should have been comfortably ahead and let romeo twist his ankle you know like take him instead but instead, you know, you're still fighting <laughs> yeah. for it and you're battling down low and that kind of stuff happens. It was a bummer, you know, bummer yeah. that it happened so late, you know? Yeah, I, no I hope, I don't know. I'm just going to spend the rest of my night like Googling sprained ankles yeah. and <laughs> treatments and recovery times and when do you think we'll, injections, when? find my way into the bubble. Like, give I, them the I'm going I'm to text our doctor while we're talking. You guys find something else to talk about. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. But like we're gonna call how, Dr. How, Jess right now. Yeah. How how soon will do you think we have more? I mean, is it something like tomorrow? Will they have a better idea? Yeah. Is so I, I saw. I think it was Woj. It was somebody said he's getting an MRI tonight. So I imagine okay. in like however long that takes. Well, to it's gonna. Better. You know, I would imagine it says it's. I mean, it didn't look like it was a broken ankle. So no. I imagine it's gonna come back clean, but it's gonna say, oh, you know, a sprain can sometimes be worse than a, a broken. You know, well, I'm I, I'm mostly concerned about like. Ligaments, you know, yeah, like, exactly. It's, not a broken it, but who, I mean, there's so many things in the foot and the ankle. Yeah, ankle sprain. Not exactly, you know, the sprain is sometimes worse than broken. So it is. And uh, how many times you guys play ball? How many times have you rolled an ankle and? It, even after you're fine and walking and doing everything in your life normally fine, you're just fu- you're just screwed when you try to do anything real. Your whole like calf, you know, stiffens no, up. Yeah. Everything is bad, you know. Like I am. It's you know now, again, one thing, one thing pros, to consider. But... One thing to consider is let's say they get a prayer and it's not that bad, sure. and he finds his way back before this series ends. Well, now I'm freaking out about: is he still going to be aggressive? Is he going to trust his ankle? Is he going to attack the rim and draw contact? Because when I when I looked at Hayward in those seating games, it was a guy that was getting to the line like he was at Utah. He was exploding off off two feet, didn't have that hesitation. So even if you get a prayer and it's not as bad, is it going to mentally mess with him where now he's not going to be that aggressive forward that they need? Yeah. He just got used to landing on the other leg. Now he's going to start worrying about this one. You know, like it's, it's, it, you're right. It's, it's, it, I mean, it took two full years till he wasn't worried all the time with the foot that he broke. And now you're going to be favoring this one. I did have, I wasn't joking. I did text uh, uh, Doc Flynn, uh, 
who you guys may or may not know, uh, yeah. she said uh, it looked like a regular lateral low ankle sprain from her, based on watch, watching Translate. the replay. Translate. Yeah, so not, what does that mean? How much time we're talking here? Not a high ankle sprain. How many games is he going to miss? <laughs> <laughs> well, then not, I feel like – but then you got to remember, like, I can never trust this franchise at all when it comes to injury news. Ever. So, like, they can, tell me, they can tell me three weeks or two days, and I'm not believing anything. No. I, I'm going with the Twitter docs, you know, but you're right. Yeah. yeah. This guy needs to wear combat boots the next time he steps on the court. I don't know. What, what are these guys wearing out there? I mean – Back in John's day, you could you could land weird on your foot, and you'd have the you'd have the high support on the ankle. So this this wouldn't happen. Back all in time. my Chuck Taylor days, yeah, yeah, the Chuck Taylors. Thank you. We need more. Gordon Hayward needs like combat boots out there. I I need them to go halfway up his foot. They don't look cool, Jimmy. I on neither the, does a boot with crutches. On the positive note, if he never plays again for the rest of the playoffs, I bet he opts into his thirty million. Yo, that's the. I was waiting for someone to bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. No brainer now. I mean, yeah. what other team's going to go out there and offer him anything? Yeah. yeah. What did yeah. you guys think of uh, what they did with Embiid and the doubles and and how they sort of? I felt like he had a very quiet twenty six and sixteen, especially the way he started. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about that too. It felt like he should have had more, but it wasn't. It was. It wasn't easy for him. They were. They were. They, they were frustrating him down low again, kind of buzzing around, batting at balls. You know, I thought it was a pretty good effort all around on Embiid. Yeah, they did a good job. But I also think this is Brett Brown trying to get everyone else involved. I mean, you can see the game plan was we can't just let Embiid go off for 45 and hope that does it. You know, mm-hmm. I just saw again, you know, we, we talked about it earlier, just the, the backdoor cuts and how they're opening things up using Al Horford. You know, the ball was just going through his hands. It seemed like the first six or seven uh, offensive possessions are out of Philly. And it's like, oh, okay, now they're going to they're gonna use Al in, in, in this way. And it opened up 11 first quarter points for Embiid, but then just things yeah. just really slowed down. But that's a big, uh, that's a big testament to the Celtics' defense. I thought they did a good job. Well, so now, now comes like the real part. Now comes the adjustment to the adjustment, right? So it's yeah. going to be my guess that in game two you'll see a lot more early entry passing. Get the ball right? Embiid ASAP. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like as soon as it gets down there, early post, early dish. Don't let you know smart time it up and don't let him yeah. help. As, as fluid as they were. Because, listen, the Sixers can shoot, you know? Like, Alec Burks can shoot. Yeah. They have in the bubble so far. I, I still think Tobias Harris, you know, you still have to respect him as an outside shooter. So that's going to be, I think, our biggest adjustment. So what's the second wrinkle that Brad does? It's like, all right, if I can't double him because they're going to go quick entry, like, what do you do? You just mm-hmm. hope that Rob Williams doesn't have terrible fouls and, and just can actually – you know, stay on the floor. I don't know. I don't know. It like looked they, like they were pretty terrified of getting Rob out there. Um, I mean, it was almost <laughs> – it was one, one in, one out. As soon as Embiid went out, they threw, yeah. they threw Williams in. They didn't want to – he overlapped for a little bit there when Horford and Embiid were both out there in the second quarter with him. But for the most part, I mean, that second time through for Williams, it was just during Embiid's down minutes. So, I don't know. I mean, I think it's, it's Tyson Cantor and you got to kind of live with it. But Cantor wasn't that bad. Cantor did fine. I'm interested in looking at the at the matchup numbers tomorrow morning. Like yeah. I felt like he held his own defensively against Embiid. Like the there second, wasn't a lot of yeah. dominance on that end, and he really didn't foul him. No, in that second stint, more so. And that's I mean, sometimes you just need kind of that bigger, blockier sort of body on him to make it work and make him be physical. 
Um, right. And, you know, I, Cantor acquitted himself fine, I thought. Can't hit a layup, a good post defense, but he can't. My hit God, the layups tonight! Nobody could. Does, does anyone have numbers on that? Holy wow! <laughs> Even the ones that went in were like. Oh, and not just they that. They rolled like, around. Yeah, it wasn't oh God! <laughs> Hayward tried to miss one near yeah. the end there. Kemba again, that little move where he goes baseline, he turns yeah. around, he shoots a wide open like six footer, and he doesn't make it. Like it wasn't just layups; it was it was gimmies, you know. Uh, Hayward, you know, in the lane, shakes his guy, little step back where he's got nobody around him. Tatum, they miss so many makeable shots, so many makeable shots. Yeah, but that's that. what they do. That's who they are. That's <laughs> who, that, that, it's just they're allergic to making re, to making layups. Uh, the more open you are, the harder it gets. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you guys do with the rotations now? Again, jumping back to the Hayward thing, what what are you doing here if you're the Celtics? Do you just try to extend everybody a little bit, or are you who's does somebody just come in? You know, I mean, who do you start? You start, start Marcus? Semi. You start, start Semi? Yeah. Yeah. I want a guy that, that – yeah, I don't. I want a guy that can come in, play good defense, not steal shots, and it keeps Smart on the second unit. I think we saw tonight what happens when Smart feels like he has to, like, play with the starters and carry the offense. I mean, he had a couple quick threes early in the shot clock in the last two minutes that he didn't love. And I just I want him to be on that second unit as more of a facilitator than to come up uh, and play with the starters. I think he has I mean, to be. Shemmy yeah, didn't, didn't, didn't even play tonight. You're gonna go I from a D, DNP to a starter, or maybe uh, Romeo. It's I'm I'm impartial. No, just, no, I'm, I'm I would love it. No, man, Shemmy is Gerald Green 2.0. That's what I'm thinking. You know, he'll I'm hit a couple threes it, here and there from the corner. You know, you can you can. You know, use his big body on Embiid on a switch if you need it. I know. He's quick enough I to think, stay with wings. I think the question the question for me, especially with, with, with Stevens' uh, rotations, is, and I thought this lineup was really uh, interesting. He didn't use it for too long, but I think it's gonna, it had a lot of potential, but now it's out the window because there's no Hayward. But it was Hayward, Wanamaker, uh, Tatum, Rob Williams, and Smart. Yeah. That's a great five. But without Hayward, I mean, that's what makes it so great. So who do you put in for Hayward in that scenario, you know? You I don't know. Play, Tatum, gonna, you're only 20 years old. You got to play 45 minutes. Exactly. I'm going to use yeah. like a oh, yeah, I'm going sure. to use like a hockey analogy. You you have like a guy like Pasternak go off the first line. You don't necessarily bring your next best player into that first line. You bring a guy whose skill set kind of fits the unit around you and what you need. I I kind of wish Romeo was that guy to come in and supplement Hayward's huh Hayward's minutes. He's not the next best guy, but I what you're looking for is somebody who can you know defend the guy in front of him and possibly score a little bit. I don't know. I mean, maybe you guys think Shemi's more qualified than that, but I, no, yeah, I, I say Shemi is for just strictly defense. And of course yeah. that, that option at the corner three and, and you put yeah. him out there with the rest of the starters and he's the last person anyone's yeah. worried about. But like, who do you want Romeo to be when he grows up? I'd love him for to be, to be, to be Gordon Hayward, you know, like, sure, I mean, but he's not, that's not going to happen in this series. <laughs> like he's, he's never, that's, he's been his understudy for like three months. <laughs> a healthy Romeo Barely qualifies to, to play a, a lot of minutes. Why are you and, mad, Jimmy? Oh, I'm just, so it's just, you're, just hating Romeo. You're, you're trying to start Romeo. Yeah, you're I'm, trying to start Romeo. That's just preposterous. <laughs> I, mean, you would, I would start Marcus Smart. What if he only plays like three times over 100 times over, right. over Romeo? I mean, chances like, are he probably will start Smart. I mean, if we know Brad, especially, I think maybe if they get up 2 0, maybe they, they don't start Smart, but <laughs> it's still so important to. Get yeah. off to a good, you know, two zero lead. That I think he's going to go with the guy he can trust. They have thirty five minutes they need to fill. So, 
obviously Shemi's going to get some burn in game two. He has to. I mean, they, they've got to, mm. they, they can't stretch everybody out, you know, 10 extra minutes because, you know, they're already playing mid 30s to begin with. So, you know, I do see Shemi playing. I still don't know if Romo's going to get a lot of burn, maybe some spot minutes if things are going south. But yeah, like, like Joe Sway said, if Shemi's in there, he's in there strictly for defensive purposes. Hopefully the Sixers don't cheat off him too much because he can hit the outside shot. He's, he'll take it. So, I mean, mm. if he hits a couple, they can't, they can't cheat like that. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the play- Celtics playoff chances. But like Xana said, like, it just sucks. Like, you had the car just taken out of the garage, and then you just hit the fire hydrant right <laughs> off the bat. So now they have, they have to get a little bit creative. Brad, you know, has got to you know, reach into his bag of trips and see what they do. I still like the Celtics in the series without Hayward. But then you get into the next. You start thinking too far ahead, and, and that's great trouble. Greeny, have you spent any time on Sixers Twitter here? Or are they chirping at us a little no, bit? No, honestly, since the game ended, I had to. I had to write something quick and came here. But I haven't even checked Twitter. I don't even know if I want to. I just like I got to get my voodoo doll out. I got to know. Praying. I got to like get my voodoo doll out. I don't Greeny, even know. What'd you I, think think of I saw you tweeted it. it. It was it was Sixers Sixers Celtics Twitter was really lit. You know, heading into this, we, yeah, we were, we're like we're both foaming we, at the mouth, ready to. Just we were getting at it. <laughs> yeah, we, like, we all have now. the drafts ready. We all have like our clips full. We're ready to just whoever wins this series, I think, is gonna make it uh, worthwhile. We got a we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of opinions uh, on who it's gonna start. Some people like Romeo. Romeo. Some people think I'm an idiot for Yo, saying how about, Romeo. How about Grant Williams and how he walked into that second offensive rebound? I, I don't know why. That cracked me up. I was like, man, maybe for Grant to come in there. He fought for that first one. I give it to him. But literally, yeah. he bounced off of Embiid's head or something. He just, like, caught it and put it back up. Hey, maybe that's the sort of uh, playoff moment that he needed to, to get going here. His first playoff game. Yeah. He also had the dot when he dove for the loose ball on that offensive rebound. That's right, yeah, yeah. That was great. That was, yeah. That was a very Marcus Smart-like play. I mean, a- he's going to get minutes if he can rebound and he has six fouls to give him beat. That's sort what of his blueprint <laughs> to get right. on the floor. But I thought, you know, he played within himself. He did the things that you need of a hustle guy that can have a, a momentum-changing hustle play that, like, that's what changes a playoff game. So could, could you see Grant starting? Probably not. No way? You can't see it in there with, with if if Horford's in there for Philly. No, you don't like it. I think I think he's. If we're being honest, it's going to be semi or smart. It ha- I mean, that's just Yabu Selly. Someone wants. Someone wants Yabu. Bring him up, Yabu. All right. Um, final thoughts, Greeny. Anything we've left out here? I mean, J- Jason and Jalen did anything they could. Got did. Got everything they wanted tonight. Yeah, we didn't no even reason. mention them. There's, we, I mean, <laughs> we that, barely talked about. Them. There's no reason to think that's going to change. I mean, it'll be a little harder on them without you know, Horward. I mean, uh, Hayward there to take off the pressure. But anything else you're, you you saw tonight that you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how Jalen's shot looks on what is that Wednesday if he can still get that same lift after you know you hope it's not a deep bone bruise in his quad. Yeah. Um, he looks so good in the fourth quarter. I, I imagine he'll be all right, but you don't know if. If on the off day that tightens up, um, I'm interested to see if Tice can keep him beat honest and keep making that top of the key three. That's the Horford shot that was there during his run. It's the one thing if Embiid's going to play all that drop coverage and you don't have a Hayward to attack in the mid range, then Tice needs to consistently hit that that top of the key three. He passed up a couple of them. I mean, he passed up. I mean, and he missed the first one wide, wide, wide open. Then he made yeah. I think yeah. his second one. But he had a lot of times where they played off him. 
10, 15 feet and dared him, and he didn't take it, which I was curious why. Um, yeah. And so, I just, but, more importantly, though, I just want to see their mindset. Like, can they be, can they put their foot down, get up 2 0, and like break the Sixers' spirit? You know, they kind of let him in the game in the end of the fourth quarter there. Like, I just want to see them, despite Hayward, no excuse, come out aggressive, play a full 48, well, and really put the pressure on. Yeah, really take advantage of home court here. I know they, they just can't, can't, they can't win on the road that's um, why you're gonna see Shemi on the road you know game three yeah. yeah all right so that's it we're uh we're back on Wednesday we'll hear what we have about Hayward but right now just recapping anybody joining news isn't great um a lot of pain, according to Brad swelling um a tweet from Gary Washburn of the globe that he left with uh, crutches and a boot. His wife is due in 10 days. We may never see Gordon Hayward again, or he could be fine. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll know a little more yeah. about poor Greedy. I'm like, <laughs> Gordon Hayward is like the dog. Gordon Hayward is sitting in a fiery room right now saying this is fine. Yeah, we don't know. So You know, uh, you waited 467 days just to have him mess up his ankle in the fourth quarter. Crazy. Yeah. It's, but like it's sad that's like the lasting vision visual yeah. that you have about Gordon Hayward is just walking yeah. out the court with an injury. Yeah. Well, we'll see news. him again. Hot take. We'll see him again. You think we see him uh, again? These playoffs. Yeah. I think we'll see him again because I think the Celtics will will you know I, I, I think the they're final. good enough to go deep into the second round and I think maybe Hayward will make some sort of return. Yeah. I mean they're just not going to jump back in the thirty plus minutes, but. I think he wants to play, and if he can, if he can contribute in some way, even if it's coming off the bench, giving him something, I think he's going to try to. Yeah. All right. Also, does anybody know the research on like baby plasma and ankle recoveries? <laughs> like, what's the placenta like? Is there like nutritionist value in that placenta? Like, what's what's the deal? <laughs> You know, Gordon's going to look into it, too. Um, I'll do it for him if he wants. I'll do the research. Just hit me up. There's going to be a lot of Twitter doctors tonight. So, yeah. Uh, All right. Well, they won. Everything sucks, though. And if you you want to cheer you up, the Bruins are down 2-0 heading into the third, and the Sox are losing to the Yankees 4-1. So Everything's back to normal. Good night, guys. Yeah, no, it's great. But Celtics (laughs) up up 1-0. We'll take solace in that, and we'll see what happens next. Uh, For Greeny, Greeny, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Coming in late. Uh, yeah, what's Thanks. your name? Jimmy in the lower left. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> and Josue Pavone. Uh, we will see you guys on Wednesday.